What's up, America? My name is Christian Arada, and welcome. Guys, this is my first ever like podcast slash YouTube video stream. So if you're actually listening to the Spotify version right now, go on YouTube and type in What's Up America, my page. You see my beautiful face back on the screen and actually in real life on live video of me going on and talking about politics. This is going to be a little different. I wanted the main reason why I'm actually moving towards, um, excuse me, towards this video slash podcast areas because I talk a lot and I want you to know that I'm not talking out of my ass. I want to be very frank and I want to be clear and I want to be very transparent with my viewers. I don't want to give them the stigmatism that I'm just making up some bull crap. I want to back it up. So now on, I think I'm going to do this video type thing type um, thing as well. So I can show you where I'm reading this stuff from and what's going on. So for the past couple of weeks, I know I took this week off. I just want to say I hope everyone had a fantastic Thanksgiving. I had a good time. I know I just ate, I ate a lot of turkey, drank a little bit, and then, you know, that nice little nap right after Thanksgiving. Oh, that's the best little nap ever. You'll, you wait for it every year. Thanksgiving's honestly the best holiday because, in my opinion, and it's because, it's the best holiday because think about it. It's basically Christmas without all the expectations. Like, you don't need to buy anything anybody for anyone and no one's feelings are gonna get hurt so i don't know but i hope everyone had a great thanksgiving and i just kind of wanted to talk a little bit like what's going on right now so at work funny enough i do talk about politics probably way more than usual and like the normal guy so i have like this ongoing bet with my friend that oh donald trump will win win and it's for 10 bucks on the line um, shout out Zach if you're listening to this. I know Zach, <laughs> we have a different political opinions, but he tries and we kind of go uh, bounce off each other and I love it. I love having different discussions, different talk, uh, different viewpoints. But anywho, we're talking and we're saying, uh, I'm like, okay, Biden hasn't won yet. So he's been trying to claim this $10 and I've been just like sitting in the back. I'm like, I'm probably going to have to own this $10 because Biden's probably going to win. But me being a... I guess political guy i'm like he hasn't won yet zach so that ten dollars i think you gotta wait till december 16th and maybe even longer but i won't be a jackass if by december 16th if um president biden actually is the winner or president biden. <laughs> projected winner joe biden i have to be very clear projected winner joe biden if he is elected by the state uh by the electors on december uh, 14th I'll gladly give them them 10 bucks. But um, back onto the point where I was trying to make, I was going to actually start talking about after this Thanksgiving break and during this time period, I'm like, hmm, what's going on? I know I've been talking for weeks about how the states have been trying to push, um, not states, Trump, the Trump campaign has been trying to push this ongoing lawsuits across these battleground states. And you've been getting from the media that, ha, 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 you lose, you're not doing anything, good luck, and they just start making fun of it, and it's putting, like, it's, it's like this double reinforcer, it's like telling, hey, Trump's not gonna be your president ever, so get over it, and it's also kind of, like, showing down to those other conservatives who are, like, looking at this and just not paying attention as much, and you're just like, oh, I guess he's not gonna win, but this is the problem, like, this is it's not laziness, I don't think, per se. I mean, people can go look up this information about all this voter fraud or whatever and the data that, that they're presented, but sometimes people are just either lazy or 
they just trust what they've known for so long. Like people have watched these legacy media news networks for years and been told these are the best ones. You grow up watching them, even your family members a lot. Whether you watch Fox News or CNN, I don't hear people talking about other alternative sources of news, like especially like the New York Times and Wall Street Journal. Although I use them, it's there's there, there's a difference, guys. There's honestly a true difference. There's all there's a difference between telling a perspective. And then and lying, and then telling your perspective, and telling the facts. Like you can be biased. That's a hundred percent fine. You can have a certain view of it, but you have to tell the truth. And a lot of these companies and a lot of these media networks are trying to say to you that they're the objective media, that they're always telling you the truth, and that's just not the case most of the time. And people are not realizing that, or they do, but they don't know what to extent it is, and. They're just, they just don't want bias, but I, I don't even, I think to people, you're, you're never going to get away from bias. Humans are innately biased. People like Democrats like to say all the time, it's uh, it's your, um, it's your unconscious, I forgot the the word for it. It's like the unconscious bias. It's just like you are biased and to, to not even think about that or deny that, that's a tough thing. So this is also why I'm actually on, um doing the YouTube slash, like, screen recording type thing. Because, like, once I'm giving you these websites and actually um, the articles where I'm reading from, this beautiful little extension right here, uh, I got NewsGuard. Well, NewsGuard is this, it's it's parent, it's not, I don't think Microsoft is the parent company, but Microsoft does fund NewsGuard. And what NewsGuard is, it's one of those bias meters. It tells you uh, there's credibility and transparency. And the New York Times right here, if you're on the, the screen version. It says the website of New York based news organization with a New York journalist worldwide view whose coverage exerts significant influence on national and international news and public debate. Yeah, whatever. It just gives a little info. And then it also talks about the credibility and transparency. It's just like, is it credible and is it telling it? And like, even for this one, I just got a, this other article I'm pulling up from the Washington uh, Examiner that we're going to talk about in a second. I click NewsGuard, bam. All greens, except for website discloses ownership and financing. We don't know who owns the Washington Examiner. But it, at least it's telling you, yes, the website, the magazine that covers national politics policy from a right-of-center viewpoint, yes, it's telling you that it's biased, but it's also telling you it's very credible. And that's that's the thing. I want to be very transparent. And, like, if people are saying, how oh, I'm lying to you, and, like, they come they're just straight talking out of their ass because the, they're just following whatever the media has been telling them. Well, I want them show them my videos, show them that I'm trying to be as very transparent as possible. So back onto my little from after my little ramp, I was talking about how Trump was pushing these lawsuits and how, what's his major goal. He's had these little lawsuits across all these battleground states, and the media has making fun of him, saying, "Oh, you're not gonna win right here, whatever." But I've been telling you that I think he's been trying to buy time. It's getting closer and closer to December 14th, and it seems like he is trying to buy time. And although he's getting turned down and turned down, turned down, he still makes it a clear intention that he try, wants to try to go to the Supreme Court. Now, we're looking at the New York Times right now. It pulled up. There's Joe Biden has 106 electoral votes certified. And on the New York Times, they're counting PA, but... PA is actually holding the certification, but we'll further continue upon that later. So I believe PA, I don't know how many uh, electoral votes is PA. I believe it's 23. I may be wrong, 
but it's a significant amount that he that um donald trump needs pa to win so pa is in contention but let's say 106 to 160 so trump right now has 160 electoral votes so off this article the results reported right after the presidential election are reliable but they're not official the official results will arrive in the coming weeks after a process called certification the details vary from state to state, but the point is for the officials, sometimes called canvassers, to examine the raw numbers reported by precincts and verify that they're accurate and complete. This is what I was talking about earlier, if you heard in my segment where I was talking about Michigan. The Michigan canvassers didn't want to certify the state's election in the county of, uh, of Wayne County because there was discrepancies in the bookkeeping. There was a higher percentages of voter turnout than this areas, and it just didn't add up, and it wasn't the... The election, uh, the two officials, the two Republican officials, there's four canvassers, the two Republican officials were pressured into the certification, but they were promised an audit, which has been denied. But that instances of when these canvassers in Michigan, um, they're passing the certifications, they're ramming through, even though there are suits and there are actually cases of litigation and voter irregularities that will further continue later on. And if you've heard from my previous episodes... But what they're trying to do is push forward, um, push toward the Supreme Court. And these officials are jamming it through. They're denying all, uh, they're just striking down all these suits and they're going to certify it no matter what. So for about the past week, I was thinking about, wow, maybe I, I kind of did have this like little like belief bias. I, at the end of the day, I told you guys, if there's not enough fraud or there's not any substantial proof, I don't want Trump to win. That's not fair to democracy. That's not okay. But this is this weird thing that the media is trying to deny that there's no fraud or there's no any irregularities when there clearly is. So it makes me even more skeptical to the fact that, hmm, why are they denying it? It's not that I'm trying to conspiracize. It's just, I'm just pointing out what's going on right now. And you know what's kind of crazy is that the, these, these uh, officials, so in order for... Um, for the electors to be selected so they can make their vote towards the electoral college, the state's legislators are the ones who present those officials. There's problems now in certain states where these officials are not going along with their governors, i.e. Pennsylvania, which will further continue. But there's a lot of challenges here. So let's continue. This starts at our count. Uh, the certification starts at the county or municipal level. And then a state official or board must review the local certifications and certify the state totals. In presidential races, if states certify the results by so-called safe harbor deadline this year, it's December 8th, those results are largely insulated for further challenges. States are their own deadlines, but they don't always meet them. In Mississippi, for example, some counties certify the results late because staff members were out sick with coronavirus. A missed state deadline isn't necessarily a big deal. It's December 8th deadline that really matters. In some states, every county may be certified its results already, but it won't be listed as complete until the state canvassers sign off. Below is a list of the, yeah, okay, yada, yada, yada. The states are going to be certifying by, um, it's just going to keep on coming in the next couple of weeks up until December 14th. And what's going to happen is these states are going to be questioned. Certain states like Pennsylvania, are going to be questioned. Uh, now, I told you that there were certain problems with Pennsylvania when they were backdating ballots, but there's also now been this constitutional argument in Pennsylvania. Uh, people, uh, the media have been, uh, 
been glorifying that that this lawsuit that Trump's proposed in Pennsylvania that mail-in ballots are con- unconstitutional. It was struck down from the Washington Examiner. A Pennsylvania appeals court judge ruled that a lawsuit from a group of GOP lawmakers and candidates challenging the constitutionality of the state's mail-in voting policy stands a good chance of succeeding. Pennsylvania Commonwealth Judge Patricia McCullough wrote the opinion on Friday as a part of her assessment in calling for state officials to stop any additional steps towards certifying election results. The central legal argument for the lawsuit hinges on a law passed by a Republican-controlled legislator in 2019 called Act 77. With the, the act permitted voters to cast their ballots by mail up to 50 days prior to an election without giving an excuse, which was previously required to receive an absentee ballot and Republicans argue it violates the Commonwealth's Constitution. Now, this is kind of crazy to me. A Republican-controlled legislator in 2019 is the one that passed this act. And now, Republicans now are actually refuting it and trying to say that it's unconstitutional? Now, that kind of seems a little weird to me. And I'm not trying to say there's any coup, because, like, I don't want to conspiracize, like, again, but... That also does seem very weird. And like I've told you, Trump has pushed for many uh, before the election in his campaign. Don't vote mail-in ballots. And like, I'm not trying to say that trust uh, that Trump is a four-he chess player and he said this all along that he knew that the mail-in ballots were not going to let him win the election. Or maybe he did, but I don't think he's he's that far ahead. Like he's planning that far ahead. I think he's just kind of going on, going along the way, doing what he can and figuring it out. But that is a little weird that these Republican-controlled legislators passed this and now are claiming it's unconstitutional. Petitioners appear to have established a likelihood to succeed on their merits because petitioners have the asserted the Constitution does not provide a mechanism for the legislator to allow for expansion of absentee voting without constitutional amendment, McCullough wrote. I actually looked up what um, what's necessary to actually add this new provision in Pennsylvania, and it says that there, in order to activate, uh, to have, add this new legal claim, it was necessary for Republican legislators to add this question in the in the ballots prior to the election. So if they if people wanted this change, they would have to have a ballot question in 2016 saying we, we propose to do this for mail-in ballots. Also, funny enough, it was like a little weird one that the state had to tell two local newspapers of each county. So that you can tell that the constitution within Pennsylvania is a little older, but because of just the wording and the framing of that. But like, that's kind of crazy. And these Republicans passed this um, this mail-in ballot thing, while the constitution doesn't allow it. So the judge ruling. So she also stated, noted that the petitioners appear to have a viable claim that the mail-in ballot procedure set forth in Act 77 contravened the state's constitution. Judges' ruling came days after Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf signed off the certification of President-elect Joe Biden as the winner of the Commonwealth and its 20 electoral votes. I was three off earlier. That's kind of crazy. The lawsuit was an extraordinary partisan attack and blasted it as setting a new low bar, Wolf's press secretary, Lindsey Kressinger, told the Pittsburgh Post-Gazetta, adding to be clear, Congressman Kelly is seeking to disfranchise the nearly 2.7 Pennsylvania voters who voted by mail-in ballot in general election, including a hundred thousands of his own constituents. How is he disenfranchising them? If anything, this Congressman Mike Kelly... If he's disenfranchising a hundred thousands of his own constituents, 
that means he kind of promotes more of a free uh, a fair and free election and if he loses on that on those grounds wouldn't that mean that he's reinforcing the safety of our democracy i don't know I don't know how he's getting why is this a partisan attack. This is what the left's been pushing. That the fact that you that the people are trying to see if this election is verifiable and that that Joe Biden is the true winner, they're now monster guys. Think about it like this. If Trump won, Joe Biden, I bet you hundred million dollars he would have done the exact same and then the media would be looking into these voter irregularities and then actually start covering it and say that there is some sort of widespread voter fraud. But it's Trump derangement syndrome. Syndrome. Everyone hates Trump. It's just how it is, and you can see a lot of even these Republican rhinos do. Biden has begun the presidential transition and has already started naming cabinet officials. Even the okay, da 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 da. The lawsuits have overwhelmingly been rejected despite the success in the suit. The same day McCullough provided this positive ruling for the Trump campaign, the Third Circuit Court of Appeals Judge Stephanosis Bibis, a Trump appointee, rejected the campaign's bid to challenge the election results while rebuking its argument. Free, fair elections are the lifeblood of our democracy, Bibis wrote for the three-judge panel. Charges of unfairness are, seri- are serious, but calling an election unfair does not make it so. Charges require specific allegations than proof. We have neither here. Additionally, more than 20 Republican state lawmakers in Pennsylvania introduced a resolution calling for the Secretary of Commonwealth and the Governor to withdraw or vacate the certification of presidential electors and to delay certification results in other statewide electoral contests voted on the 2020 general election. But this is what I'm telling you. The federal, the U.S. federal government does not acknowledge if if the Governor uh, Tom Wolf will send his own, uh, his own uh, appointees to for the electoral college only the legislators of the state which are republican this is also the craziest thing like um they want to have a fair and free election but he even said prior to on election day tom wolf you can even look this up on twitter in no way pennsylvania will vote for trump you can already tell there's i'm not saying that it's tom's wolf's fault that there's irregularities within the state but you can already tell he has a motive that he doesn't want to give any sense to the argument and that he's going to deny it. But this is what I was telling you. like Trump's trying to push back these lawsuits. It's whether he goes to the Supreme Court or not. Or the other route is we get a sta- uh, um, a contestant, uh, c- contestant election. And these officials from the state legislators are not well, like from like Pennsylvania or Arizona won't put up their canvassers um sorry not canvassers won't put up their own appointees to elect people from the electoral college for the electoral college votes the federal government will only recognize the state's legislators not the governors so if say for example tom wolf selected his own crew they will not accept it if it's not certified or backed by the state legislators and now we go towards what actually and um sorry not what actually there actually is some widespread voter fraud we had the greatest case dealings ever this is from also the uh, washington examiner fbi requests groups election fraud data that shows hundreds of thousands of fraudulent ballots wow would you say this might be widespread voter fraud and not to like joke about this again but like just because there's widespread Widespread voter fraud. Ugh, sorry. Just because there's widespread voter fraud doesn't mean that Trump's going to win. 
Like, there could be like a thousand votes off in each state. That's still widespread voter fraud. Trump doesn't win. And I was just making that as an example, but like, that's the point I'm trying to make. Just because there's fraud doesn't mean it's going to overturn an election. So, Amistad Project Director Philip Klein announced that the FBI requested to look into the former chief Trump campaign strategist, Matt Brainerd, state on, on election fraud. After learning the hundreds of thousands of ballots are potentially fraudulent, the FBI has requested to look at our data, Klein announced on Twitter Sunday. Klein, the former Attorney General of Kansas, now oversees the Thomas More Society's litigation efforts related to the 2020 election fraud. The Amistad Project of the Thomas More Society retained Matt Brynard and his team after election day to develop data analysis to cultivate as evidence to support election integrity lawsuits in battleground states. Klein said in an attachment statement, we've learned that Brainerd, Mr. Brainerd was contacted by the FBI Special Agent Young Oh of the FBI Los Angeles Field Office seeking our data. Mr. Brennan is cooperating with this request and we fully support him. Klein said the data the FBI requested shows hundreds of thousands of potentially fraudulent ballots. This data has been used to identify hundreds of thousands of potentially fraudulent ballots in the states where we filed litigation, Klein said. More about this data will be made available in Matt Brennan's appearance before a meeting with legislators in Arizona tomorrow. Tomorrow? Oh, well, this article was posted today. Maybe we'll hear about it tomorrow. I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. Uh, FYI also, um, episodes will be now Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, and hopefully every other week we'll have a special guest on Sundays. So I'll keep you guys posted on the Arizona. We have obtained substantial and compelling evidence that unlawful actions by state and local election officials in swing states resulted in casting and counting of hundreds of thousands of fraudulent ballots and the improper spoiling of tens of thousands of valid ballots. We are pleased to cooperate with any investigative authorities, Klein told the Washington Examiner. In a statement of his own, Brainerd said he's cooperating with the FBI. The FBI is proactively... Okay, he's just saying that... Um, by Tuesday, we will have delivered the agency of all of our data, including names, address, phones, and num uh, phone numbers, and names. Brainerd noted that despite recent criticisms of the agency, he has faith in several FBI employees, but would still be keeping the original copies of his data. While there has been legit criticism of the actions of leaders of the agency over the last several years, I can personally attest to the many patriots within the rank and file who are fighting for the side of the Constitution and law and order, Matt Brainer said. No, everything I pass on the local, state, fed law enforcement, litigants, legislators, journalists, and is always a copy, Brainer said. And despite sharing with individuals all these groups, there's never guaranteed a productive result. Or result. This is kind of crazy. Now, I, I can just tell you what... Um, that, yeah, that there's voter fraud and like the media has been telling you, but let's investigate a little. So I went into Matt Brainerd's Twitter account and here, update, sample of the post facilities, USPS, FedEx, UPS addresses disguised as apartments, ETC in Georgia. I'll release the full data set of Georgia and Pennsylvania with a package that includes the survey top lines. And if you're looking in through, look at these addresses, Charlie Smith, Har Smith, I don't know what SR stands for, <laughs> highway. <laughs> That's kind of embarrassing, but apartment 5402, and there's multiple of these, but look at apartment 5402, unit 5734, even the changing of standards, all these, these are all basically the same addresses, and these are the facilities like the UPSs, but they're being dictated as if they were apartments, and if that's not fishy, you tell me, so 
further continuing on from his discoveries, he looked at absentee ballots. Okay, sorry, we're back. That was a little bit embarrassing, but I found it. So from Matt Brainerd, unreturned absentee analysis complete. Those whom the state reported sending absentee ballots but not getting back. So the, here we have the states, Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. Of their, so for Arizona, in their sample, 906 people, 44% of them did not uh, request an absentee ballot but received an absentee ballot, which is in, uh, in Pennsylvania, 556 um, people received an absentee ballot. Um, 32% of those people did. In Pennsylvania, that is technically unconstitutional. Uh, due to their new change, even though the new change of law was passed in Pennsylvania, the new laws against the Pennsylvania Constitution. So this would be a huge um, significance if that law were to pass, um, or actually not to pass, to be rejected and be deemed unconstitutional. And among those who did not request absentee ballots and returned it, and they didn't, the state did not record. Uh, receiving back their absentee ballot in Arizona, 355 of those, 50% sent, said they did not request an absentee ballot and returned it, but did not get their recording back. That's a lot in Arizona. 50%, that's kind of crazy to me. And if that doesn't bother you, you should feel shocked. Georgia, 44%, Michigan, 32, Pennsylvania, 41, Wisconsin, 20%. This is kind of crazy. Like these, this is what I'm saying. There's certain types of irregularity. And if that law, uh, it's called unconstitutional by the Pennsylvania. And even though the Supreme court, technically they turned down the lawsuit. Like I said, at the end of the day, I think Trump is going to push this to the Supreme court. He's been wanting to push this to the Supreme court. It doesn't mean he has to go down that route. Republicans in these areas, in these battleground states can actually have a say because think about this we're also a republic we are republic we 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 elect these officials but if these officials can't even verify our results this is it's their responsibility for our democracy to question it and maybe even reject it i wouldn't i hope if the mail-in ballots for pennsylvania uh, were discounted and thousands were to be discarded i hope the the election doesn't get those elected, uh, ele sorry, the electoral college votes don't go to Trump directly. I hope instead it's uncontested and Pennsylvania can't give the electoral votes and would rather go into contingent election. But we don't know. That's the, not the case. This is what I'm saying though to people like Pennsylvania, Trump needs to take Pennsylvania. That's, that's 100% clear. And he might have a legal route to it. I don't know if he's going to get it because the uh, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court did say no because they did not have enough time to investigate, but it's still deemed unconstitutional. And they're gonna, and if it goes to the Supreme Court, granted the Supreme Court may not want to do a deal with this because it's a state matter, but since this is a general election for the president, I, they might be entitled to actually have their say. And this might get a little weird. This is... The media have been pushing this down and pushing this away. Matt Brainer's showing up in Arizona tomorrow, and we're going to see where this goes. But it's not over yet. Like I told people the, uh, in the beginning of this podcast and even before, I think Biden probably will still win. But the de facto deny that there is any irregularities or maybe even fraud, it's not true. Don't believe it. But also, don't take face value that just because these lawsuits are getting denied, that it's all over. 
It's not. These Republican legislators, if they do not feel comfortable with these votes in these battleground states, it could flip. Arizona governor already said he wouldn't want uh, he wouldn't want to certify Arizona if there was litigation within the state. Wisconsin wants to fix the same. It's it's going to become a huge battle. I don't know why my mail came up like that, but stay tuned. I'll give you more of the news. Thank you guys. If you haven't already, just follow me on what's uh, at what's up dot america on instagram or follow the page on uh subscribe to the page on youtube please like and share and if you want me to cover something specific for my sunday topics with my interviews let me know because we could make it something more informational fun or something fun or maybe even life lessons or things that i kind of been going thinking about um thank you guys and